Here we are, running another bonus episode for all of our fans out there. This is episode 60 of Movies in 4K, and I am Bill Shetty. I'm Lady Phantom. And we got a movie pick that goes out, Tony the Lone Rider Smith. (laughs) Yeah. He stated, Lady Phantom, that all the Rambo movies look good on 4K. Okay. And he left it up to us to pick one. So what we did was pick the latest one that Which came is, out last year. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, a year and a half now, two years, really. Yeah. I had not seen a few of these. I had seen the original First Blood, Rambo, and I think I seen the third one, but I don't remember it. I think there's actually five or six in this series. I think it's five. Is there? Total, I think, yeah. So for Tony and everyone out there, we are covering Rambo Last Blood that came out in 2019, and we're going to get this underway right now. film is rated r runs for an hour and 29 minutes that's my style listed in two genres action thriller lady phantom yeah that's pretty much it i think that fits and who is the director the director is adrian grunberg i don't know this guy i don't either written by stallone of course Yes, and Matthew Sorolnik, I guess. Yes, and if you know, he did the last Rockies and the Creeds too, and he had trouble getting them, I want to say, bought by the studios. Oh, <laughs> oh. Okay. You know, he's doing his final shows, I want to say, like completing these series before, I guess he's too old to do it i suppose yeah getting the most money out of it i feel like we're gonna get into that more but this stars stallone of course and who else paz vega makes two appearances or three something like that sergio peris mencheta there's also adriana barraza yvette monreal this guy that we saw in the shallows oscar jainada and many others that I found... A lot of Mexican actors, right? Actually, no. Like, the minority are Mexican. Many of them are actually Spanish, like from Spain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A lot of people that speak Spanish, or should, anyway. But you knew they weren't Mexican because of the accent? Yeah. Many of them I, I knew right away. All right. What does that synopsis say? Rambo must confront his past and unearth his ruthless combat skills to exact revenge in a final mission. Right up front, this series has jumped the shark. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I thought Rocky Balboa did. A lot of people really like that. But they really like Creed, which was an offshoot. And there's actually been two of them. Yeah, like a spinoff, right? Right. But it's still his character. Mm Mm-hmm. But Rocky Balboa, he wanted to finalize the series later in life. Talia Shire didn't want to come back and do it, but he got Burt Young to come back. And I was disappointed with this. 
And I'm going to say it right up front here. I'm disappointed with this, too. This is not the Rambo you come to love in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and you will probably disagree with me, but I did like Rocky Balboa a lot. I thought it was a decent story and the execution was decent, too. This feels so formulaic, this Rambo movie. It is is typical. It's It's a very set and seen a thousand times storyline and it's so unoriginal very poor writing in my opinion very staged yes the dialogues are like okay what should we write that and at first when you said this was probably written by stallone i was like but why is it because i mean i'm used to i don't know he wrote rocky and he has written many of his movies and they they have very decent dialogue that sounds real. It rings true. This one, oh my goodness, that writing is all over the place. <laughs> it's like people say things that I just really don't see people saying to other people. No, that was really crass and bad, if you ask me. Yeah. But let's start this movie off. Okay. We start on his ranch in Arizona. He's got horses. And he has, I'm going to call her the maid. (laughs) Now, Phantom, you did see the last one, but don't remember it too well. There's this Mexican woman, older woman, and I'm going to guess and assume that her granddaughter was raised by John Rambo. I don't know. I mean, it's just, uh, it's like we have to assume a lot of things because, I mean, I remember that in the previous one, they sent him somewhere to do some mission. They don't show anything of his life. Okay, right. So this one starts where he's taken care of this girl his whole life and she calls him uncle. Uh Whether or not it's really his uncle, I don't think so because there's other dialogues going on it just didn't sound that way it just sounded like this is the guy that raised her because her mother passed away from cancer and her father left yes and that's where the story evolved she's 17 and she found out where her father is living she was never able to find where he was living she's got a friend in mexico named giselle and she called her and She wants to meet her father, wants to know why he left, and that was all fine. I mean, I can see that happening. Yeah. But Rambo says, no, he's bad, and so does the grandmother. I'm just going to assume it. He's such a bad guy. He left them. He used to beat her mother. Yes, and there's a lot of dialogue here where rambo's going on no you gotta trust us and she comes to say okay i won't but you know she's gonna go to mexico (laughs) yeah like ever since that happened and that conversation happened i was like spoilers she will go (laughs) yeah so she goes she meets her friend giselle finds out where her father is and right here is what the phantom and i was talking about in our prelude to this movie here when she knocks on the door in mexico with her friend one of the first lines out of her mouth is you're a virgin i know that and then like she she makes to give her something like like okay let me give you and what am i a charity case like who would say that yes and then 
one one thing that I just, I mean, it's not that I just noticed, but I mean, here comes to the, okay, how are we going to name these girls? Okay, one is Giselle and the other one is Gabrielle. Let's be original. It's like, I don't know. It, it just rings lazy to me. Can't you choose a name that doesn't seem that similar? I mean, I know oh, it's that nothing. Seems similar to me. I mean, I know it's nothing, but Giselle and Gabrielle, really. Okay, so she takes and her Mexican both to beat her father. <laughs> Here we go. She knocks on the door, and <laughs> she's like, "I just want to know why you left." Well, he just puts it right out front. I don't want you. I don't care about you. I, yeah. <laughs> like, so like, not would happen. Yeah, Even like, if you're a low life and you don't want to have nothing to do with somebody, it just was so forced and terribly yeah. done. I mean, he goes like, I left because I looked at your mother and you and noticed that you meant nothing to me. He's like, <laughs> Why am I watching a soap opera that was written for $5 or something? I mean, like, no, no. So she got her answer. She ran out crying. Her friend consoles her and they're like, oh, let's go party because that's going to get over what you've waited for your whole life, I guess. Exactly. So <laughs> That's what people do. Yeah, here we go. More formulaic stuff. She gets drugged. She gets roofied with her drink and she gets swept up into a drug and sex <laughs> a prostitution <Underground>. ring <laughs> because that's what happens like like mexico basically basically equals you know prostitutes and drugs so right yeah. so we get these two bad guys there they're brothers and here's another really big problem with this movie is the time lapse you have no idea how long is in between scenes yeah here. she drives from arizona to mexico we have no idea where they live in Arizona. Now, we do get a little clue because Rambo, towards the middle of the movie, actually breaks through one of the fences, and then it seems like he gets home in an hour. <laughs> but anyway, she drives there. This little incident happens, and then we cut away to a scene after she's drugged and in this sex ring here to the grandmother who received a phone call from who? nobody knows giselle it was giselle i think you sure i'm not sure but i think it was say. she said i found out uh, yeah that's true and comes to rambo and like nobody can find her and they're all awestruck and heartbroken that she went but who cares rambo's got to go find her we have no idea how long this is. Well, he just gets in his Ford pickup truck, his 70s pickup truck, and then he's there the next second. <laughs> yeah, and, and before you go on with that, I mean, you get the idea, like, she arrived at that place, and then to what I thought, like, the following day, she was already in this prostitution ring and everything, but she looked like she had been there for a month. I mean, like her hair all matted with dirt and sweat and, and everything. And it's like, really? I mean, would she already be like that after a well, day? Well, they were in dirty caves. Yeah, it was a, like a very, very dirty brothel. I and get that. But still, I mean, it hadn't been a day. And this scene just should have been reused five times in this movie all the women prostitute girls that have been abducted and have to perform sex for these under 
criminal minds here in Mexico. They're all lined up against the walls in every scene here. And then there's this main prostitute woman going and tell them, you have to work because you have to work at every second of every day. And if you don't work, you're going to have problems. So you have to work. But yet, whenever they show them, they are always in formation. Like they're never working. (laughs) So Rambo finds the guy that abducted her and drugged her because of this reporter. What a bad character this was too. This is somebody that her sister had been killed by this kingpin. No, but wait, no. He finds him because of him like he goes to see the, the friend giselle and then giselle takes, yes, takes him to the yes, bar but then this reporter i'm not walking everything exactly well the reporter fair. saved him well, after they knows? beat him so rambo takes upon himself to go get the girl of course and th- he's surrounded by all the henchmen here and he gets completely beat up but they don't kill him because one of the brothers is mad at this anyway why <laughs> i have no idea i mean they want they him like, to live in sorrow like, no because for some reason don't kill him and but but yeah one of the brothers wants him dead the other one for some reason doesn't and they put a mark on him it's an x with a knife and they do the same to this girl which is funny because when they do it it looks like an x but the rest of the time it looks like a v <laughs> and like <laughs> i mean like no no but all right so he's got to recuperate with this that's where the reporter saves him with her and her character's terrible bad acting by her too i didn't like that yeah it was very very poor and then she's like like no i can't help you because i mean this happened to my sister and she's dead and blah 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 but and then, i can't help you and then he goes like i can't do this without yeah, you yeah R- rambo the one man army yeah i can't, can't do, do this, this without, without you this woman. and like he literally met her because he had been out for 4 days like 5 minutes before and his face was miraculously better and then we are led to assume that she helps him find the people. And that's it. Apparently, he couldn't do that without her. And that was the last time she ever showed up right there. I mean, later on, you see her again. But like, what exactly was so difficult that she only could help him? I okay, mean. we got to gloss over a few points now here in the story. What happens is he does find the girl. Uh-huh. And she's beaten bad bad. drug induced been you know they shoot her up with drugs constantly and stuff but he does find them and then it goes to basically the third act when rambo is out for revenge and he wants to pay back all these people in this underworld criminal (laughs) empire And he leads them back to his ranch and sets up John Kramer traps like Saul. (laughs) Yeah, like John Kramer would be proud. And there's a big showdown with that. I think that'll wrap up the story, Lena Fennel. Yes. I would like to talk about the gore in this movie. This is a hard R. Woo. They show a lot of violence. They don't stay on it that long except the one first scene 
where he jabs this guy in the groin with his Rambo knife. Mm-hmm. You know, his big deer knife that he's used in all the movies. And he puts his thumb and fingers in where you put a pacemaker at. Yeah, the thing it's, is that first, before he did the, the groin thing, he hit him with the with the knife, but not with the pointy part, right. with the handle. Well, I wasn't going to explain all that. Okay, there. on that part of the chest. So he makes a, a, a hole with that and then he puts his finger in right and he's pulling out ligaments it's the clavicle okay and that was gnarly because that that scene they stayed on and you're like ooh, and and it was good that scene was good most of the other scenes later on the bad violence comes in in the final act with a lot of spikes and gun wounds and shots lots of booby traps yeah yes and whoo some of the ones that really affect you, especially with spikes, yeah. things spiky going into heads, bodies, arms, chests, faces. Yeah, the everything. collector would be proud. Yes. Yeah, because there was a couple scenes like uh-huh. that in the collector. It was very well done. There were some noticeable CGI blood splatters. Yes. Done very well, though. Very competent. Yeah, I, but anyway, I thought the gore, I mean, some gore was really good. Like like when they caught him in the face, it looks very real, for example. But there's other parts that where the violence is very fast. And oh, on then purpose, though. On purpose, yeah. But then they do a lot of quick cuts, which a lot I of think quick is cuts, good. Uh-huh. But also a lot of fake things that look very fake, even though they were fast. Yeah, I disagree completely. I don't think any of them look fake. And I know what scenes you're talking about, like when there was a headless body somewhere. They flashed it so fast, you couldn't even stay on it to say, ooh, that's no, a dummy I'm, or something. I'm more talking about uh, a guy that for some reason gets part of his face obliterated, but only part of it. And it looked kind of weird. But it's so fast, though, fan. Yeah. Mean, that looked fake to you? None of that looked fake to me. It looked a little fake to me. All that. right. So that was really good. What do you want to take in technicals? The music. I, I did like the music. It was done by Brian Tyler. It's not excellent. It's not a great soundtrack, but it's decent for the yeah, movie. Um, another opposite again, Phantom. I think this was a extremely lackluster presentation sound field no i mean the music i mean i think the music was flat it was okay it was soft it didn't raise to any level of excitement at all true it was also very formulaic but it was decent i liked it i mean it's nothing that i would go like whoa i'm gonna buy that sound no no nothing like that but i liked it i noticed a blatant error in sound quality in the bar scene oh yeah when she first goes to this bar to get a drink and she's talking with this guy like it's a noticeable drop in decibels and tinny sound i don't know if like their mic pack wasn't worked there and they had to get somebody to come in and re-record this scene because it is totally out of place yeah, like, we were like, what did they say? Like, no idea. Like, whatever dialogue happened there, it happened, and it got lost in eternity because, like, who knows what they said. And I will say also with the fullness of the soundtrack and voices, it's not there. No. This is a modern movie, and it should be rich and 
take over your room you're in and this movie didn't do it at all and the bass was lacking almost completely here yeah i got excited at the beginning when we saw the the logo for the studio because it sounded so rich and beautiful but then the actual movie was not like that it was very very bad in that all right aspect. let's get into the acting yeah i think oh, i well. think stallone is past his prime well there's no doubt he's past his prime but it almost feels like he wants to be john wick or something and you know he's i know he wants to complete these series in his old age he's done it three times now with his his series and it just feels like no we've had enough you had your prime you did good in your series most of his movies that were in the franchises were successful of course they got less successful as time went on the later on Mm -hmm. you know reinventing stories and adding plots and stuff like this but he didn't feel like rambo in no sense of the word again i didn't see the last two Mm -hmm. so i can't speak to them but you can a little bit phantom you did see the last one where he is older probably 60 yeah Here he's in his 70s yeah he was it was 11 years before i don't know i think at this point in time stallone plays himself it's not like he really really acts and uh well he, he did act pretty much like in that movie but it wasn't i mean i liked it but it wasn't anything special but he didn't bring any character no any new revelations to his character there's one main point that I got with this film is that he did become to learn that if there was a family that cared about him. That was basically it. Because in the first three, he's on his own. He's the one-man star. He's the one that goes after everybody and is so against what has happened with the wars and things like that. Yeah. And this is just boring like his character was so boring yeah and part of that was that the movie was so predictable like it it didn't help at all yeah and the writing was really bad yeah like none of the dialogue was interesting with the thugs with rambo and the older woman which he's older than the woman (laughs) but i I think they are similar in age and i didn't even feel heartfelt moments really phantom with him and the girl there was one scene when he was trying to explain just believe me wait a few years but i didn't feel the empathy or nothing they didn't feel like family at all at all now for the as for the acting like I personally, I really like Adriana Barraza. I have always liked her Who's a lot. That one? The old woman. And she is a very good actress. I thought she was fine in this movie. I think she was actually the best one in this movie. Yeah, how about the two leader thugs? <laughs> I don't know. All, all thugs act exactly the same in movies that portray Mexican narco people. So, they so were exactly it the wasn't same. accurate? I don't know. But we did see El Chapo. <laughs> yes. And he's a good actor. I used to like him in that series. Yeah, Marco de la O. He, he plays the father, the father in this. And yeah, he shouldn't have been in this. No, it's like. It's not a character. Because I would assume this guy's a star. 
not like a big star, but that series was super popular. It so was. I'm sure he's got clout. And it just didn't seem, it, this is like a throwaway character. Yeah. Yeah, something like completely non-important and everything. And the woman that you know, his partner that ends up, what did you think of her? Because I thought she was terrible. Oh, the the Spanish woman, Paz Vega. Well, well, she is okay, or she was okay before in other things that I saw her, but she was never great. And here, I don't know, she was very very stiff somehow i didn't like her not really one thing in the story we didn't say i just want to capture because it's crucial to this story is that rambo built a tunnel <laughs> yeah under his like Place, ranch, his his under farm. his ranch and farm this might come into play in the previous ones yeah maybe but it's almost like his workshop and funnily enough I thought the movie was taking place in Mexico. I'm like, what is this? The drug tunnels in Mexico? Because of the pictures I've seen, that's what it looked like. Mm -hmm. And then when it came out that she was going to Mexico, I thought, oh, okay, so it's a tunnel coming from Mexico into the U.S. But But no, no. this is just a tunnel he built. And this is where all the booby traps come into play, pretty much. All right. The biggest positives in this film, to me, and Phantom didn't like it, was the editing and the camera work. I think it worked. And then Sly did this slow motion effect at the end to ponder the whole series, just like he did in Rambo with this slow motion effects and scenes. And I really like that. And that's where it's the most obvious that he didn't have Rambo vibes. Because you see all like, this footage from the from the previous movies, and you see Rambo the way you're used to seeing him, and then you see this, and it just it, it feels so different somehow. But I mean, he is old though. Fam. Yeah. I mean, somebody is gonna change. But when you go to watch a Rambo movie, I couldn't imagine going to the theater and watching and this in twenty. I'd be like so this. disappointed in this movie. Yeah. You know, because I want Rambo. Yeah, because um, the, the previous one, the one that was just Rambo, he's also old. Like, he, he has the long hair, which he doesn't have in this movie. He has a bandana also. But it does feel like Rambo because, you know, he has a mission and he has to save someone and be medieval against people in the process. But it felt very Rambo-y. This one, is, it's, it's just... No, yeah, for it could one, be any other yes, movie. He doesn't have the physical acumen, of course. So he's got to use all these traps. It's so, for, good word, fam. formulaic and like staged and set. Like you could see everything coming. And this is where I thought in Terminator Dark Fate, the old Arnold, with what they did with his character, even though there were certain aspects I didn't like about that, but I liked that. He's not the same Terminator, but you buy it is. Yeah. And he's aged and he's living on his own and actually learned more and evolved more feelings. Yeah. So it worked in a movie like that. Yes. And the thing is that um, I think, unfortunately, comparisons are kind of inevitable between Stallone and Schwarzenegger because like they were so like contemporary <laughs> in a way and and i think arnold has done a much better job in his career in general 
than Stallone. All right, I'm ready to wrap this up. Phantom, what's your rating and recommendation? I think this movie should not have happened, really. Because, I mean, name it The Lone Revenger or something, and it's exactly the same. It's not a Rambo movie. It's just a very, very specific, predictable kind of story that we have seen a thousand times in, in other situations. I think this movie is a four out of 10, mainly because of the technicals, because, yeah, I mean, the gore was good. I mean, sometimes I did think the CGI looked a little fake, but it was only a few times. But in general, I mean, this is way gorier than many horror movies. So I'm going to say four out of 10 and, uh, and avoid. I, I don't think it's a movie that, that needs to be watched. Yes, I was going to hit that four two Phantom, but I don't think it even deserved that. So I was struggling with my rating. So I'm going to give it a 3.5. I don't think it even deserves that four one notch below an average movie <laughs> because the writing was just so bad in this movie. Yeah, it and was some of really the acting bad. and the staging was very obvious. Yes. Like very poorly done. I do appreciate it was a quick movie because if this was any longer, man, I'd have been so out of this movie. Yeah, and originally... Because it was boring, really. For an action movie, this is one of the boringest action movies. Yeah, I think originally it was going to be like 10% longer or something. Like they wow. they deleted a lot of stuff. They said, like I read that the last scene in the tunnels was more like a war battle. Like it was long and... And there was a lot of stuff. And maybe I would have welcomed that because really that last scene was way too quick. Like everything happened way too quickly and everything happened to the bad guys way too quickly. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, really, they spent more time in the montage of him preparing the booby traps than in the actual booby traps working. Yeah, but that's Stallone style, though. That's what people liked in Rocky and Rambo, him getting prepared. Yeah, and I know, doing but I, I want to see... And the sound the, was the, so yeah. weak in these yeah, scenes because true. it's usually a build-up. Yes. And he's ready, you know? No, not here. One thing we forgot to mention is these Mexican drug lords that come over sex-selling people, they look like SWAT. I know. They're in all these garbs, they're doing the hand signals. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what movie are we watching Yeah, here? I even told you. Is I'm this heat? <laughs> yeah, I, know. I even told you, well, like, did he bring the SWAT team or something? Because they actually, they don't act like some cartel or something. No, they are like like SWAT people in a mission. And it was just like, no, no. <laughs> yes. And I will say Tony, who requested this review here, did say he went back and watched this one too. He likes to do this, watch them twice before we get to him. As he said, he didn't think it was as good as the first time he's seen it. So I think he started picking it apart. I don't think we needed two viewings to pick it apart. No. But. You know, he was more interested in the 4K, and that's what we're going to get to right now. All right, Lady Phantom, the quality, pretty clear, detailed. Yeah, yeah, it was clear, it was detailed. Uh, Visually not, appealing, I'd say. Yes, like sometimes maybe in a few dark scenes there was a little digital noise, but nothing important, nothing that lasted or that was blatantly there. 
So it was fine in general. Yeah, and you can see all the marks and aging. All of them. And Stallone, and he's <laughs> had a facelift. He's had work done. It doesn't look it by looking at him. It did when he first got it done back in the day. But it looks more natural. But you can see all the marks. Very detailed. A lot of textures. You can see the strands of hair. Yeah. Of course, he's got his hair dyed. But it looks natural, unlike some people that i picked out (laughs) don't you think so it looked pretty natural yes yeah now i will say that the 4k the ultra hd worked against the makeup in this movie because i mean there were faults with especially with his makeup when certain things happen in the movie like he gets beat up or something like that and it shows way too much. It's very inconsistent. And you're like, wait a minute. This cut already healed, but he still has bruises? Like, no. Well, how? You know, but the ultra high definition makes you pick apart all these things so clearly because they're right there. What else did you pick out visually? No HDR except for I, at some laser points that looked very bright and pretty much it that 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 was it like not even the fire popped out in this movie i didn't think it did in the ending montage believe yes. it or not yeah I went, we were watching it and and when that happened in the in the ending montage i thought if only we had gotten this fire in the movie this sort of reminded me of texas chainsaw 3d in 2013 uh-huh. the prequel when they went back took the 74 footage and up converted it to hd Mm -hmm. they did that with this because it looked good yes and that was old you Uh know how grainy and pooey that would look yeah that fire at the end looked very good but during the movie i didn't get anything there was some really bright picturesque scenes in the beginning of the movie phantom when it was overlooking the mountains and the ranch it looked very vibrant and colorful it looked pretty but it didn't pop out no No, it didn't pop but it was picturesque it looked really good yeah that's cinematography only 4k can do like the the wide color gamut all the shades were there and the Mm -hmm. sun shining off a certain thing with all the hues and And good cinematography which i mean the movie is not like necessarily very good in that but it had some scenes that looked very nice yes now how about the sound atmos track yeah you know, I, I I got a lot of music in Atmos, like a lot of music from the from the upper speakers. Very little surrounds except the last act. Yes, very little. And surrounds. even there, there was very little. Yeah, there were there was like one or two scenes maybe that I really picked up the surrounds, but the I mean the Atmos showed. I'm telling you, like in some scenes, especially with the music. But the sound effects, for some reason, they didn't really come from the upper no, side or the surrounds. not much special no. effects here. Not much separation. Not much front to back here. Like I said in the actual soundtrack when we talked about in the review, like the music and score was very muted. It didn't engulf you. It wasn't full. It didn't feel like a 2019 movie. It felt like a 90s movie. Yeah. 
that wasn't up sample up converted to make it sound like you're in the same environment yeah you know even the explosions that happen a lot and like the knife sounds and stuff they just had a tinny feel hollow sound Mm -hmm. it just wasn't good (laughs) (laughs) all right lady phantom anything else you want to talk about video or auditorially nah not really all right let's get to the special features well, the special features are both on the 4K and on the Blu-ray. And they are Drawing Last Blood, Multi-Part Production Diary, From First Snow to Last Blood, Music for the Massacres, Theatrical Trailer. A few little things in there. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go first here. I'm going to give this a solid B-. minus. It just looked really clear. There was maybe two minutes of footage like phantom stated and i noticed it like in between characters that were big on the face like in between and like an upside down v or a triangle shape you seen like some noise where just not enough light was Mm -hmm. getting in there yeah and it was like what you get on your phone when there's not enough light it's that digital artifacting but outside of that very clear very pretty a lot of scenes very good darks phantom yes we get some true black in this movie which we haven't gotten some of the last few we've had Mm -hmm. and these tunnel scenes and you can make out everything in the tunnel the chalk work on the cave work stones things like that all the weaponry the bullets the darks were very good in this I can't go higher than a B minus. Like the sound was just not even average. I would say that's below, but there wasn't a lot of use of HDR, but it was a very picturesque scenic views at time. And the darks were very good. So this deserves a B minus and is worthy. Again, I don't even think you should watch this movie, but if you want to complete your collection in the Rambo series, get it because it is a worthy disc. Okay. My rating is a C plus because I think it's just above average. I, I don't I really cannot go to the B, not even to the B minus. So I'm going to say it's, it's a, a C plus. It's average, better than average. But yeah, some things were really disappointing. The audio, the dialogues were, yeah, some things were really bad. And um, I say it is worthy. I mean, if you really want to complete your collection... Go ahead and get it on 4K. All right. So that's going to wrap up our review of Rambo Last Blood, we hope. There you have it. Another bonus episode down, Lady Phantom. 60 already. Yes. Wow. Wrapping up episode 60. If you have your own request for a movie to cover, let us know on the guest book at billshetty.com and we will put it in the queue and cover it soon. For Lady Phantom, I am Bill Shetty and we'll catch you on the next Movies in 4K. Bye.